Hi, and welcome back to Radical Change Radio and our second podcast in the series on gratitude. Uh, in the first podcast, uh, we talked about what gratitude is and how we experience it. And in our process of modeling gratitude and trying to figure out how it makes sense, uh, we found a trajectory of getting to this state of gratitude, if you will, that were tied to some models and psychology and some models and development, uh, developmental work that we found interesting correlationship with. So uh, keeping it brief, uh, what we're going to talk about is the movement from dependence to independence to interdependence and the role of gratitude in this particular, uh, in this particular model. So without further ado, uh, let's jump into it and talk a little bit about this particular model and uh, we'll get into our personal examples and what works and what doesn't work and how in different realms we can make the movement from one to the next to the third. So again, we, we are playing with uh, edges and um, we are playing with things that haven't been uh, done before and personally experiencing and working with it to see what works and what doesn't. So there's only one way to verify this. Go play with it and see if it works. And if it works, keep it. If it doesn't, recheck it and if it still doesn't work thrash it right so so with that uh let's let's kick in uh do either one of you want to lay the foundation for that development model and then let's jump in guys um yeah i guess okay let me let me take a stab and define it real quick so uh basically in the the way i understand it in the uh, dependence would be when uh uh, like imagine two people standing, leaning on each other, right? If, if one of them steps away, the other one falls, right? So uh, you basically expect that the other person is there because otherwise, uh, well, it's basically you're going to die in some shape or form. Uh, uh, then the in- independence would be when you are able to stand alone, right? Stand on your own feet. Uh, if, if I guess if you look at it from the... Uh, I, person growing up like a child has to lean on uh his or her parents uh so that's dependence and then the child goes and uh goes to college and uh you know starts working that's uh independence so now he or she is by by uh, uh himself uh can stand on his own feet and then eventually let's say uh he starts a family uh and that becomes an interdependence like two independent individual form uh uh, a family or maybe it's a tribe or some sort some community right uh, however you want to uh, call it but basically it's people coming together in in the interdependent relationship where everybody can stand on their own but they like to be together for whatever reason they choose to be together so that's how i see it well let me let me talk about um, this model in the context of uh, relationships, right? Um, something we've all experienced, hopefully, one point or another. 
so dependence is uh, think about it in relationship is when I don't know let's imagine um, you are not you, you're not making any money uh, you are um, uh, your emotions are not particularly like you know particularly you know settled inside of you uh, emotionally unstable and you find this this person who is like can fully like support you, provide for you emotionally, physically, financially, and you like you latch on to them, right? <laughs> That's like the extreme case of of dependence. Um, it doesn't feel very pleasant for either party. So then, from that, um, I'm latching on. Um, the next uh, step would be independence. Um, you can imagine this is the kind of the, the most common model in the US right now. You have these two partners, you know, each one fully like, you know, has a work, uh, financial stream, uh, uh, is emotionally strong, self-reliant. You're hearing all these buzzwords, right, in, 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 the, in the Western culture. Everybody stands on their own feet strongly. And, you know, yeah, they, they interact, sure. But really, if one leaves the other one is, is fine um, and then we get to the third uh, stage here of interdependence and this one uh, is where you, if you like imagine you take your two hands and you intertwine your fingers right uh, um, there's a sense of interpenetration happening here um, uh, where you are both leading and following at the same time and uh, you are fully dependent and fully independent at the same time, um, and you flow from 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 one state to another continuously uh, as the context uh, demands. So sometimes it's one person supporting the weight of the two, sometimes it's the other, sometimes there's weight sharing. Uh, but the response of the, the couple, the couple becomes one, one, uh, uh, one. You- Universe, one one system, one mechanism, so to speak, and the response of the couple is always appropriate to the context in which they they are uh, present right now. That's how I see this progression from dependence to independence to interdependence in in the context of relationships. Hmm. So let me let me give you my definition of it, and then then we can jump in. Uh, to the next piece, right? So, so the way I see dependence, there is a benefactor and a benefactee, right? So, that's what I see dependence as. Independence is the whole thing about self-reliance. It's all about being completely self-reliant to the end. You know, uh, that's that's what I see uh, independence as. Interdependence is is a slightly different beast. It it moves beyond independence in that you have moved towards becoming a whole person into yourself, and you are whole to yourself, and you interact with other wholes to create a far larger whole, if you will. Right. So that's the, that's the way I see. That's the way I see this particular model, right? So it's it's you're moving from being a benefactee to becoming self-reliant. And from self-reliant, you become whole and interact with other 
people who are whole to themselves in in a very very symbiotic way where um both uh, both of you interact to create something of harmony which is far greater that's the way i see these three stages and in many ways they are uh, in many ways they are uh three marked ways of being three marked stages and hopefully all of us experience uh movement along uh that path now the reason we are talking about this is because there are three terms uh that we also want to discuss and just take this around quickly the three terms uh being obligation thankfulness and gratitude and that's how we are tying this up and we'll show how what the experience of each is in the three contexts that we are talking about so guys do we want to quickly go around and just talk a little bit about obligation thankfulness and gratitude just mm-hmm. by themselves mm-hmm. well okay so uh let me start then so uh again uh if you start if if i can give a very simple definition i mean a very simple correlation between uh what we just discussed and, and this uh so uh it's basically if you are dependent uh there there's uh, almost a sense of um so obligation basically enters the, the the field quite often because uh you would feel um that some first of all that that the other person owes you something that you you need whatever the other person provides you and uh you also feel obligated to do something for the other person right if it's a dependence the dependence is always involves the other party basically being a person or anything else uh so sense of obligation is uh present there quite often then um, when you're moving into uh independence then uh it's almost like uh, you're working on a contract so you are in the stable place where everything is uh uh is is working perfectly let, let, let me take the example of a a working environment for instance right you are the company you uh working and uh uh if you uh, a young professional just say just out of college uh you may not know what projects to take on what's important what's not so you really depend quite a bit on your manager to tell you what to do essentially uh so uh you you feel obligated to perform exactly as you asked and ask a lot of questions and am i doing it right this kind of thing uh in the independence you become an expert you know exactly what to do you don't need your manager anymore that much you may even consider going on uh, uh becoming a uh, an independent uh i don't know contractor or something that basically do do your own business kind of thing you're ready for that basically uh and at that point it's a contract right so you say okay uh you owe me this so you done it for me okay thank you you move on and you do the same thing for the other people so it's uh but but it's it's not like any any kind of gratitude it's more like uh just uh, fulfilling contracts at that point so that's where thankfulness uh is mo- mostly present uh, there's no sense of obligation anymore because you own this thing uh and uh the gratitude only comes at a point where you realize that just being an expert is not enough you have you need other experts in other different fields for which you simply don't have time in your life to learn all that uh and only then you can create something far greater than you could possibly do by yourself 
uh, and you come up with some kind of a, I don't know, bigger company, bigger business, or maybe a, a consortium of some sort. And uh, uh, then you start working as an interdependent entity uh, with uh, other entities like yourself. And uh, there you see how much greater you can, uh, things you can create, how much bigger value you can produce. And uh, that's where you, uh, you uh, become to feel grateful for being able to work in that kind of environment. Uh, and I'm actually seeing this in, in my workplace right now, so which is kind of interesting. So um, <clears throat> uh, at all three levels, in fact, I, I'm observing that at all three levels at the same time, uh, there are tons of people who are at different levels there. So uh, that's how I see it, uh, the maps. Okay. So imagine... Imagine that you give me a box of chocolates. Ooh. There are several resp responses I can have. <laughs> I might feel obligated to you to give back something. I might not like this 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 feeling of obligation, and and I might want to. I might not like you giving me a box of chocolate because it puts me into the feeling of obligation, and I'm. I want to resolve it as rapidly as possible by giving something back to you. The second type of response might be, um, I might feel very thankful to you, or just thankful. Um, I am not taking on an obligation to give you something back. I'm simply thankful. I am... I'm independent, you know, in my in how, in my own emotions, you know, you giving me a box of chocolate does not uh, create any 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 strong sense in me. I'm simply thankful. Thanks, you know, kind of like almost like a social contract, like uh, we spoke on the previous podcast. I am resolving the social contract by by giving you thank you. And then the third type of response is. I might feel gratitude, which for me would be um, much more than about the box of chocolates or even about you. I would take the box of chocolates coming from you almost like the the the, the next uh, the next sen the next sentence in the dialogue I've been having with the universe since I was born. It's not personal. It's 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 this gratitude towards the universe for providing uh, everything I might ever possibly need. Uh, and it's speaking through you and through the box of chocolate at a particular point in time right now. But it's not about chocolate, it's not about you. Hmm. Oh. Uh, I, I can best explain this in a very... Um, through sheer physicality, so let me let me try that. Right, uh, these three, these three um, different modes, vis-a-vis uh, -vis the dependence, independence, and uh, interdependence, and the 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 burden, the thankfulness, and the gratitude. Right, so burden, <laughs> obligation is typically burden. 
which is weight on me. So there's a sense of being crushed by it. Right? It's not, uh, I feel like, okay, it, this is squeezing me down. This is crushing me. In in many ways, I'm becoming way small. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and uh, I'm fighting against it. I don't want this weight and I need to push it off. Right? Now, thankfulness is where I find leverage. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. I find leverage and I smoothen. And move this weight off. So now it's no longer feels like weight. And it has been lubricated. And it's just, now there's balance. Right? And this is the state of balance. And that is what it is. Gratitude is a sense of extreme lightness. Where I essentially can almost feel like I'll explode and fly. Right? So from very... Um, somatic uh, felt sense, right? This is how I see it. One is weighing down. Second, a lubricated dance, if you will, where, you know, it's just smooth and smooth play. And the third is this lightness of B. Right? So um, that's that's the way I experience it. And that's the way I think about these three, these three, states or these three feelings you're going to say something Arma? i was giving you a thumbs up oh thumbs up okay so 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 that's that's the way i i kind of uh, feel uh experience uh, these states right and and in many ways if you think about it like when you're a child something sergey you said you know you're dependent on everything even like going to the going to the playground to play with other kids, right? You need your mom or your dad to take you there. And you have this sense like, oh, I better behave. I do this. And oh, if they took me there, now I feel this burden. And they use that as as a stick over me at all points to say, did this, did that, right? Thankfulness is, yeah, you, you chose to do it. And this is what it is. Gratitude is something far beyond, right? Where now when you've grown up, perhaps you're in your 30s and you've become a parent yourself, you suddenly realize the sacrifices that your parents did in order for you to experience what you did. And so that that's the way I see it. Now, that's that's kind of the, the spectrum of movement from the heaviness uh, to that lightness of being. Uh, and I think that's the goal of this podcast as to how do we arrive at that lightness. We're talking about um, examples in different contexts. I think Sergey discussed work. Mm-hmm. Arman, have you already discussed how this plays out in relationships or do you want to do that now? Yeah, of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah, of course. That was my example with a box of chocolate. Mm. Mm. Okay, then let me... No, talk. I already did, man. You missed it. <laughs> I was uh, imagining the 80% dark Belgian chocolate and yeah, I went in there. You put me into a trance. <laughs> <laughs> and so, now you can wake up. And now wake good. up. <laughs> All right. So talking of waking up, um, that's going to feel that uh, at one point I'd said I'll not talk about. And now I think I've reached a stage where this is perhaps something that I'll talk about a lot more, which is politics. So let's get into it. All right. All right. Here's your box of chocolate. My box of chocolates. <laughs> <laughs> so l- look at politics, right? If you look at it from a, a structural perspective, look at North Korea. 
everything is our beloved leader, right? Or look at uh, uh, um, Lenin and uh, Stalin's USSR, mm -hmm. where essentially there was this deep sense of these were the benefactors, right? And you, the people, have the burden. These guys are blessing you with a particular life or a way of being, and this whole thing is a burden on you. Right? As an individual, you just feel the burden of the state on you. Right? Then what happens is the natural development stage is you tend to rebel against that burden. You want to have an equal relationship uh, where you don't want to be afraid of your government. Mm -hmm. You want to be on an equal footing with the government, right? And I think those those are the movements towards towards democracy in some ways where you're not afraid of the government but the government is chosen from you for a limited time and you know there, there is a sense of this in independence and if you think about it many countries celebrate independence day now here's a question independence from what <laughs> <laughs> right and independence towards what and that's how i see it right so this is the independence where you've come towards a more of an equal footing, if you will. And then I think there's a third stage where it's interdependence, where individuals are whole by themselves. They don't need the government and the government doesn't need the individuals, but they choose to come together in order to create a society which is far more wholesome. And I think that's, that's the, that's the uh, utopian dream today of some societies and you see some societies in Scandinavia arriving there, moving towards it, where, for example, you're paid to go to school, where mm -hmm. you have two to three years of maternity leave for the mothers uh, so that they can take better care of food, be your future citizens. And then there's this deep sense of gratitude that the citizens have for the government and the government has for its citizens. And that's, that's how, this particular uh, development takes place. So I see, I see it, I see it that way. Where again, if you take the example of the weight, right? Uh, in the first one, you feel the burden of the government. You feel the weight of the government crushing you. Mm -hmm. In the second, you're like, okay, I choose to interact with the government or not, and then you pay the price, or you're thankful for it. And the third is where it's a very conscious-willed act of. Uh, Living a legacy which is far better. Mm -hmm. Interestingly enough, I, I I thought you were you were gonna say for the uh, interdependence kind of the the world uh, the world one. Wow. Yeah, but I guess you went a different route. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So so because I think that's mm -hmm. that's too big a leap. I think the world mm -hmm. moving towards an integration is still, I think it's still dependence. It's not even independence. Yeah, this stage probably right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think I think I think these are ways of thinking about it. So here's my question, right? So gratitude is kind of the 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 target that we are shooting for. Now, if we can quickly in our three examples talk about how in work relationships and. Um, and maybe politics, we move from that state of uh, obligation to thankfulness to gratitude. Because I think trying to just leap from one one end of the spectrum to the other end, 
it's not impossible but pretty darn hard i think yeah i think it's always a uh, kind of a rite of passage of some sort um at least at least at work so from what i uh, personally experienced um it's uh it's it's sufficiently gradual that I wouldn't uh notice when uh something happens uh some some change happens but at some point I kind of look back and and go like shit you know I'm doing my own project now and uh uh I've been thinking for a while that my boss really doesn't understand what the heck I'm doing anymore so I have to do it all my, all by myself now uh and in fact I feel better you know doing it by myself because I don't need to have this extra burden that doesn't help me at all anymore to explain to him every step of the way i'll just so you're it. thankful for the no supervision yeah basically <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so like, get out of my way you know and thank you for that so uh uh and the 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 movement is, is really takes effort it's like practice uh so uh like like any pra- i mean uh, work is a practice really that we we go and uh, do every day uh most of us anyway and uh um if you are striving to uh make it better and you really taking challenges uh at at work uh and and you trying to perfect whatever you're doing um you will eventually arrive there uh, it's like I, i don't think there's any choice so at some point you going to become sufficiently uh, ex- expert uh, at what you're doing that uh, you will start telling your boss what's the best thing to do. Uh, and at that point, you basically become, either you become the boss or you, you basically start working essentially independently and telling others uh, in your group, you know, what would be the best thing to do. So, um, uh, but moving further uh, is uh, yet another big leap and i think uh that is something that you have to take very consciously like for example if at some point you decide that you you want to have your own business which would be a total leap to independence right a, a true independence uh now that takes a conscious choice and uh, that is usually quite scary and it is a rite of passage you know when you're handing out your resignation it's a scary day for you because god knows what it, what's going to happen next uh so uh i i did this once a few years ago uh i ended up back working again but uh uh for that year and a little bit uh i was a blissful year i gotta say i've learned so many things and i've um uh, uh i i felt like uh completely in uh i've actually worked more like way more than i was working at work in that year Oh, even though I didn't have to go to work at all. So uh, it, it, it was crazy. So uh, and, and it was like one of those uh, quite blissful existences that uh, I, I was just waking up and doing stuff. Uh, and I was totally into it. Uh, I basically became a filmmaker during that year. So um, and uh, uh, I don't know if I really felt like this deep gratitude at all. So I, I think we we're on to something. It was more like uh, uh, I had to work with a lot of people to pull off all the movies and all the projects that I was doing and all kinds of things. Uh, and uh, it, it it was a very contractual uh, way of being. So I would 
uh, so still in the thankfulness realm. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, if that's the way how we define it. I mean, I. Uh, yeah, I yeah, yeah. felt those spikes of gratitude when, let's say, I show a movie in the theater and I look at it and it's like, my God, you know, we actually pulled it off, and you know, people laughing in the theater at it, and it's like, it's it's cool. So uh, uh, those moments were happening, but uh, overall, during as a basis, as a baseline, right? It's it's like I'm doing my thing, and uh, there are people who work for me, or I work for other people on those projects, uh, but uh, we act as independent people doing that. So we basically just go in, uh, uh, form these groups. And uh, um, even though at work, I can't really say from my personal experience what would it be the the interdependence as much, but I'm observing a lot of people uh, and my current work. So uh, at, in, in a large company uh, where... Uh, the uh, executives and uh, higher up, they would uh, basically need to um, uh, need to pull pull in a, a lot of uh, people who are extremely independent, and uh, they would have to uh, basically give give the control out to them, right? So, so at, at at some point, you can't control the entire company anymore. You, you're gonna have to uh, let go and trust that uh, the big departments you uh, under you will will help handle it right. So uh, what I'm observing is that uh, the, those people basically learned uh, sometimes the hard way uh, how to, uh, on one hand, uh, be in this integrated company together, and on the other hand. Uh, let others be independent. It's um, I'm having a somewhat hard time describing it simply because I personally haven't experienced it firsthand. Uh, I'm only observing it, but at the same time, I can see a very clean, uh, like it's it's a totally new level. And uh, I would imagine that this there has been some kind of rite of passage for those guys also to uh, end up at that level. So, yeah, that's my example. Well, in the context of relationships, I don't know if I have any generalized systems advice other than, you know, grow up and find the right partner. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's say if you think about, like, say, a child growing up, right? yeah um like said right in the beginning you're like just baby you're fully dependent on your parents and uh, you have the sense of obligation towards them right and then in your teenage years you revolt against it and then you hate that feeling right and then you go strike out on your own you become independent and like probably by your mid-twenties you start feeling thankful to your parents, right? <laughs> and you feel thankful for a bit, uh, for a, I don't know, for some time. And then at some point, probably in 30s, maybe 40s, um, um, you're, once you realize that your parents are not external, but internalized in you, then you really grow up 
the interdependence and then it's easy to be grateful to them because it's really being grateful to yourself as well so um, yeah I don't think I have any kind of you know, specific thing I can say here I just trace this overall path mm-hmm. yeah actually if I can add to that uh, I do have an experience that very much relates yeah, to please. what you just said uh, I when I was growing up, obviously, I mean, as a child, I remember, you know, being very dependent on my parents for obvious reasons. Uh, and uh, then, uh, sometime later, basically, I I, uh, I left home fairly early. Last night I was fifteen, basically, when I went to boarding school in another town, and uh, uh, eventually uh, moved to the United States. And that, at that point, I had to be independent completely. Uh, so my parents just simply couldn't physically help me anymore. Uh, they didn't have resources to help me in, in any way. So uh, some time passed. And uh, uh, again, due to some various uh, cons- physical constraints, I uh, wasn't able to visit them for a little while. And then I came back uh, for a visit. And I've been visiting them ever since, for like every year. Uh, and when I came back the first time, I distinctly remember that I still remembered like my brothers and my parents kind of the way I remembered them when I was young, very young. Uh, And when I came there, it was totally different. So my brothers were equal now to me. And I remembered them younger, like little kids. Uh, And uh, my my parents were like those, uh, uh, as I remember them, uh, you know, the... uh, wise people kind of who are very important and very uh, authoritative in a way, right? Not authoritative as in like uh, over, overhanging, but more like, you know, I, I would like really trust their opinion and everything. And I arrived to see people who, uh, uh, well, they're just people, right? They just, I mean, they're, they're, they're close and dear to me, but at the same time, they're just normal people. And actually, they don't know a lot of stuff that has happened over the last few years. Uh, I had to teach them a lot of things about computers, for example, and things like that. So, again, it, their whole relationship totally changed. And uh, uh, I would say that right now, the uh, the way I relate in, the, in my uh, family as in parents and brothers is more like interdependence because we do a lot of stuff uh, together and we still rely on each other. But at this point, it's by choice. Like, I want to do something uh, for them, not because they absolutely need it, but because just I want to do that for them. And the same thing happens for them. But they, you know, they, they do that uh, for me uh, whenever they can. So it's, it's a whole different way of relating. Uh, and it's like a whole different family now. And you feel gratitude for it. Oh yeah, like every time I come there, I, I'm you know I I don't have words for it anymore. It's like it's my I feel it's a heartfelt thing. Yeah, it's a heartfelt thing. I'm like I'm here. I'm with them. I'm at home. Uh, and it's like, uh, yeah, it's just this ah moment. You know, like wow, that's it. So hmm. yeah, yeah. Let me let me uh, let me jump in with politics a little bit, and I'll keep this really brief. Mm-hmm. So the movement is from burden to independence to gratitude, and at least in my mind, the way I mapped it is uh, 
burden, you're the government's bitch. <laughs> right? You you are essentially the government's bitch and uh, you're a source of energy for them to do whatever the hell they want. Right? And the movement from there to your independence is a sacred rebellion. It's the first path of learning to own yourself. And for this, you you essentially have to rebel and you have to fight for your freedom and your boundaries, which is very much also the movement from a child to uh, a teenager, right? Now, a lot of people know a lot about rebellion, but what happens after your rebellion succeeds? Many a times, um, the the next government that is formed is actually more oppressive than the previous one in the name of not allowing the previous one to ever come back, <laughs> right? If If you think about it. Right. So the the that's why I think it becomes important to have the next trajectory because you get so fixated on the thing that you're fighting, the enemy, so to speak, you become it. Right. Mm-hmm. This is I, I forget who I learned this law, who I heard this line from. Be careful not to hate your enemy so much because what happens when the enemy is gone. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I forget who who taught me that, but uh, whoever did was a wise person. Um, so at that point, I think it becomes critical uh, now that you've you've rebelled and you've found your independence and you've found time to stabilize that independence. Now, how do you move from there to being a benefactor to other benefactors themselves? Where you're aiming for not the past, but a future of mutually wholesome, interdependent relationships i don't know how it's done yet and that's that's the thing that's um, drawing me and pulling me and that's the unknown and that's why it's so exciting but but essentially i my my thing is that okay you go from the the feeling of burden to being thankful for your independence now from thankfulness how do you move towards gratitude and with gratitude there's a sense of extreme generosity so how can you now start instead of just expecting things from the government or treating it as a social contract to now being generous and giving to the government and the government also becoming generous and giving back to its its citizens. So pipe dreams, some will say, maybe, maybe not. But if you don't have those pipe dreams, uh, if man didn't imagine to, that he would fly like the birds, guess what, man? You would still be in Siberia, you would be somewhere in Armenia, and I would be in India. <laughs> and that would not be this podcast, right? <laughs> so. And this beautiful friendship. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, I think I think that, that kind of covers the trajectory and trying to move along that trajectory, and, and it's an important development part. So I guess the point that we were trying to hammer is that don't get – caught up in the words of saying I'm grateful, I'm grateful. Uh, it's not a mind trip. It's it's a way of being. It's a heartfelt it's a heartfelt experience. Mm-hmm. And and hopefully these uh, these um, uh, examples from politics, relationships and work and family kind of shed a light on how this particular movement towards it happens. Yeah. Any any closing final thoughts, guys? Yeah, I was going to uh, comment on what you said. That, you know, it's kind of funny that uh, the, uh, there are some of the traditions like, you know, Thanksgiving dinners and whatever other maybe 
uh, religious or philosophical traditions of uh, consciously saying uh, what you're grateful for to, mm-hmm. to something or someone. Uh, but as we explore in this, gratitude practically always comes up when you lose the language, basically. Yes. It's beyond the language, really. So it's like if you're saying it, you're already doing it wrong in a way. Right? <laughs> kind Maybe. of. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I would have just kind of yeah. noticed this funny uh, discrepancy. Right? Cool. Well, if, if that is it, then with that, good night and good luck. Have a wonderful day. And may you be happy. The copyright of this recording is owned by the Radical Change Group and the individual contributors. Permission to copy and distribute freely is granted, provided that the entire recording on this notice remain intact. Please visit us at www.radicalchangegroup.com. Your comments and feedback will be greatly appreciated.